Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Beast Nation Radio presents On the Streets. I am one of your hosts. They call me the monster. With the other host, which is Piranha, will be creeping in or crawling in or swimming in the building momentarily. I got my brothers on the panel as of right now. My brother, the man, the myth, the legend. A lot of people say Mr. You better call him Smith. And we got that brother, the Black Wolf himself, Mr. New York, New York, Brother Nashawn in the building. How you doing today, fellas? Oh, fantastic. You know, you know me, I'm always fantastic. You feel me? Like, and besides the other day, somebody told me that, you know, that was a little egotistical because, you know, they asked me how, first, you know, they, I said, hey, they said, hey, feel me? And then I started to talk. They asked me how my day was, and then I went on with a 12-minute story about how my day was. And they said, you know, you're real egotistical because you talk about yourself, and you didn't even ask me about my about my day. So I felt some kind of way about that. So other than that, you know, I'm fantastic. Wow. <laughs> and you know I'm just chilling. <laughs> you always chilling. Your, your name should be Iceberg. <sighs> You always chilling. Well, not always. Uh, sometimes I'm chilling at a, at a shorty's house, but tonight I'm chilling at my house. Oh shoot! See, that's how. But that's how the wolf is, though. You know. Sometimes the shorties chill with me. Sometimes I go to chill with the shorties. But tonight is just a chill night, just to chill by myself. Oh, shoot. Well, since tonight is a chill night, I'm going to let the man, the myth, the legend, the first one that was in the building, do the opening piece for the show. The mic is yours, oh, Mr. Kevin. I don't realize you. I don't realize you. I don't realize you. Put me on the spot like that. I called in, but I didn't put Star 8, though. There is no Star 8 on, on the streets. <laughs> So, six. All right, calm down. No, four. See, we are supposed to be prepared, so. Feel me? Yeah. <laughs> so, this is, you can talk this one up to me, though. I got, I, but I got a killer for you, though. Oh, shoot. <clears throat> this piece is called uh, I, I Do a uh, Dirty Diane. <laughs> no matter what you say or do, you can't make me stay the night with you. I knew about your reputation, but I, 
but that only fueled my curiosity and the effects for exploitation. It was never about the way you talked or the sexiness of your captivating walk. It was always about my build on the which I could place another lustful mark. I let you believe that you chose me. But I could tell by the way that alcohol dictated your dance moves that you came here to seduce a member of the band. So I played it cool. That is, until you grabbed my hand and invited me to leave with you. And even though buzzed, it was never no secret to me who you were. But comfortable in your facade, I let you stay in it. And with your rules, covertly, I went along with it. Because you've never had a dissatisfied customer. Every consumer I knew claimed that he or she had fun with you. But being in but being on the receiving end of red eye flights in different cities and disappointing nights, I was long overdue for a night that I wouldn't soon forget. You brought me to your pad and was out front with it. Told me all about the man that you had with whom would you picked the fight from the hotel room and surely wouldn't be returning for the night. And once across the threshold, you ain't bothered with the light. My jewels was basalt hard, and your grip was lustfully tight. For a moment, I thought about your word being gold digger reputation to which my friends aggressively indict. But the attraction to your sexual pleasure made me put that aside for the night. And ecstasy just ain't the feelings for the experience when the neighbors complained about hitting every pleasure-filled word. So I don't blame you for wanting me to lay with you to the day breaks to stay with you. And that's a scandal at this time I can't presently handle, risking my conscious reputation being seen with you, the man-eater, the green-eyed groupie they call Dirty Diana. <laughs> In peace. <laughs> so that's how we started off? With Dirty Diana, for real? Yeah, that's my Dirty Diana. <laughs> okay, I see. I see how you talking, brother Nashawn. What you feel about that piece? You know, I, I think it's a good way to start a show. <laughs> um, it, it was um, definitely um, spicy. That's the that's the that's the proper term, spicy. That's and I enjoyed it. Caught me off guard. I say I come prepare nothing new. Why I say you with a hoodie for goodie? Feel me? Oh, you know, on the streets anything can happen. Do you you know what the word on the street is? That word on the street at Fairfax, Virginia, they're adding a new curriculum into public school systems. Do you know what that curriculum is? On the homosexual education. Way past that, but it's like that. They want you to be. They want your children to be so comfortable with transgender, bisexual, homosexual, and incest. They're going to be teaching your children in the fourth grade about anal and oral sex. That's disgusting. That's 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 not right. And they're they're they put it in a particular life skills program where the parents can't opt out for their children not to be, you have to actually, you know, leave the school. Because they're, and the thing about it is, people think this is funny, but it's not funny. You're forcing children, even in kindergarten, your kindergarten is going to know about incest. They, they're trying to blanket. They start seeing, the, the, just with the old people, it's not good enough. They want to get your kids when they're in kindergarten to make them so acceptive of transgender identities 
They don't want you to no longer think of identity as man and woman. They're classified it in like 150 identities. That's crazy. This world is just going to die away with all this craziness. You're living the time of the times. Let me let me find out. <laughs> let me find out. Watch my little get snatched right out of school. It's crazy. If you get that serious, I teach it myself. Like real talk. That's disgusting. And and it's horrible because the they started it in Virginia. So it's not statewide. But a school system voted on it and they agreed. But they voted on it without the parents permission, cognition, or even knowing. And they put it in place. But I'm saying, though, like, to teach tolerance is one thing. But to, you know, teach them how to do it, you feel what I'm saying? That's another right. thing. You know, teach tolerance. I I agree with that. And I, I really don't, but I'll, I'll give them that. Like, you know, there are people, you know, but don't teach them how to do it. Because that's what was wrong with the D.A.R.E. program. You feel what I'm saying? The D.A.R.E. program came in and showed you all the drugs and they showed you why you should take it and why you shouldn't. You feel what I'm saying? Because they told you everything about it. That's the same thing. It's promoting it by not promoting it. You feel what I'm saying? I understand tolerance, but teaching them about the sex, same sex thing is a no-no. I draw the line right there. Yeah. And, I agree. And the thing about it, it's not even about to- it's not even about tolerance. They're literally trying to tell your children that you're no longer man or female. There's 150 different genders. So when you come out of your mother's womb, no, you, you're not a man. You're not a girl. Maybe you're this. They're teaching an identity crisis from the beginning. They're not teaching tolerance. They're teaching confusion. They don't. They want you to not know who you are from the get go. They 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 want the men to not know that they're men. They want them to think they're girls, or better still, no, you're not even a girl or a boy. You're nothing. You're a blank it's slate. Which means that gender wise, it's up to us as the revolutionaries, like real talk, to keep the revolution and keep it alive. Though, if if if, if gender identity is the new revolution, it's up to us to keep it alive, like straight up. Like, real talk. If you see a problem, talk about it like we're doing right now. We talk about it. We want it to keep going. We got a voice right now. That's what was one of the end of the, the end piece where I really got warmed up when I was going toward that last one. You know, it is it's up to us, man. We got to, you know, talk about it. We got to keep it going, keep it because we got an opportunity right here, and we got a platform for our voice to be heard, whereas our ancestors, they ain't had this opportunity you know what I'm saying, to get on the radio waves and be heard worldwide at any given time, you know what I'm saying, through the archives, you feel me, and and, and be intelligent and having something to say about the struggle, real talk that is going on. It's not that vanilla stuff that they see on in the mass media. This is what's going on, you feel me? We got to protect the brand by putting intelligent topics out there and having something to say like we're doing right now by keeping the revolution alive, you know what I'm saying, talking about the struggle, like we don't want to agree. We're the ones that don't agree with what's going on, what y'all putting out there by teaching same-sex this. You feel me? We got to keep talking about it. 
we got to keep bringing uh, we got to keep bringing uh, topics like this to the platform. You feel me? Oh, definitely, no, no doubt. When I when I went on the streets and I heard that it's and then when I said, okay, this is happening in Virginia, mm-hmm. in Fairfax, Virginia. How many other states or cities are trying to put this into action that are doing this without the parents' knowledge? Do you know how many parents, if they knew off top before you went into a public school kindergarten, that, yeah, we're going to be teaching your child about incest? Yeah, but uh, it's... You can talk about. I, I don't mean to cut. I don't mean to cut everybody off though, because this is one of my main things. I'm sorry. You feel me? This is one of my main, our main topics all the time. You feel me? That's why I buzz in all the time. But, but check it. You got to look at the numbers. It's a numbers game. You feel me? And they, they hold powerful numbers, not just numbers, but power numbers, because they're in positions right now. Because they was quiet, and where we was protesting. They was getting their education and assimilating into the culture. And now they got into positions where they're shot callers. So their numbers mean something. And they masked up right now. So that's why I think when their voices raise up, things change because they're organized and calculated with what they do. You feel me? How did they how did their civil rights become more important than ours? We can't change curriculum. They've been changing curriculum on us. You feel what I'm saying? This was our struggle. This was our struggle. Look how we lacked up. Look how we slacked off. If we don't look at that and see if they can get curriculum changed, we can get curriculum changed at the same time. Pay attention, y'all. Like, pay attention, y'all. Real talk. If they did it somehow in their case finders, we look in their case finders and use the law that they got to change curriculum, we can use it to change curriculum as well. The same case finder. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I definitely agree with everything you're saying because of the fact that we've... The thing about when you're, you know what I, what I learned, Kevin, going through my own personal journey. Like right. one of my heroes, you know, is Marcus Garvey. Mm-hmm. I really studied Marcus Garvey, not not just everything he did for us, but like his philosophies and his ideology and Pan Africanism in the whole. And then I never wanted to lay, like the whole. People, when, when when you say you're pro-black, people instantly link pro-black with you being racist against other races. Mm-hmm. They don't want to say that you're just you're pr- you're proud of your people, but when 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 other nationalities for centuries have always been proud of their people, they don't have no issue. But when you're but when you're pro-black, you're instantaneously synonymously linked together with you're a militant organization, you're a terrorist group. You were hate like they want to throw sticks and stones against Pan Africans, but but the KKK said they're a Christian organization, and then they sweep that under the rug. And they're spo- and they're supposed to be from their ideology. They're proud of their race, so I'm confused. So when I, I learned, 
power numbers. I'm trying to tell you, it's power numbers, positions of influence. So my my Pan African brothers, because I got a lot of brothers now. I thought I have a lot of brothers now. Let's just say I have I ha- I have almost enough brothers to 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 do power numbers now. Because we're focused on a on a unique goal. But look, but look. Remember, when I was when me and you was discussing in one of our other open forums about black owned and different things of that nature. Yeah. We've we've calculated in right now seven states. Seven states we've calculated of masses of land that is up for purchase. So far, the, my, my Pan-African brothers and I, we have accumulated, as of right to this date, seven acres of land that I didn't have when we had our conversation last. And we're not only getting the land, whatever buildings on top of the land, we're, we're buying that too. But it's power numbers. Together, we're strong as hell. When When I looked at that, and I looked at not just what they're trying to do, not just the tolerance thing. It's far beyond that. They want to, in order to control a massive group of people, whatever they think about themselves, you either have to eradicate or make them a blank slate so you can program them to do what you need them to do. So if I've, if if I know for a fact, okay, you came out of your mother's womb, you have a dick and balls, you're supposed to be a man, physically. You're supposed to be a man. But if I tell you, if I pull you to the side and say, wait a minute, you don't have to be a man, but you're not necessarily a girl, guess what? You can be whatever you want to be. Even though you came out your mother's womb as one way, you're blank, you're clean. You can be whatever, whatever, I, whatever we can instill in you, this is what you can be. When you tell when you tell somebody that the natural law is unnatural, and you can bend the law to your own reality, it's going far beyond you being a god or the gods in you. You're playing with you're playing with the universe because if you were really truly meant <clears throat> as a male to be a female, and that's how it was really supposed to go. Your nuts would have never dropped, and your penis would have never grown. You would have came out with a vagina. But if you want to confuse a massive mass of people, leaving them blank, because the most powerfulest computer ever in the world is your brain, and it's really not even utilized to its full capabilities. Nobody, no one to date we know of has really been able to crack that Da Vinci Code to unlock the full potential of your brain capacity. So if they say that you're only using 10% of your brain, that's a whole 90% you don't even fuck with. So if I can control that 10%, and you don't know nothing about that 90%, that's like I control 100% of you. So this is programming your children for birth, not just for tolerance. That, you know, you, you're telling girls you're not a girl. That's against the natural order. So if a girl doesn't think she's a girl anymore, the 
whole essence and the whole power and pride of a woman having a womb and being able to produce life and build a nation, it, it has no relevance now because you just programmed her that she's not a girl. Oh, uh, yep, yep. You just took, you just took the importance of the womb and tore it to sunder. On the man part, the seed that was given to you as a man, you're supposed to be a girl. So all of those precious seeds, those 10 million seeds that you produce per time that you have an ejaculation, you're supposed to be a woman. No, you can be a girl. So the seed that needs to be planted in the soil to create life, now you just show that that seed has no relevance. Now you can put that seed, now you're wasting. Not one, not two, not three. You're wasting 10 million thinkers, possible thinkers. You're wasting 10 million possible world changers. And you're letting your own selfish desires take over. So the more confused you get, the more they can do what they want to do. So I see it as tolerance with a with a purpose. They want you so confused you don't know you don't know what's going on. You you know you don't, know, you, don't know, you don't they they want your children confused. How can you teach your children? How can you teach your son that he's a man but the school say he's a girl? And that's the school you take him to. You gotta combat like real talk. You just gotta combat. Tell him, you feel me? You gotta learn that. Like counter it. Like real talk. You gotta be wary of what's going on, and let them know earlier. Like, look, this is what they telling you is some just repeat it. You a thinker. You feel what I'm saying? That's why it's not gonna make sense to you. All they want you to do is repeat the information. Repeat it. All right, you take it in and repeat it. Don't listen to what they're saying. I'm going to show you. You're saying your heritage, your history. I'm going to tell you. Look at you. Look at me. Look at you. You look like me. I'm going to show you your people. You got to take that upon you to instill that into your child. Like early, like, look, the school system is all about repeating information. That's the secret to getting through. Just take in that information and repeat it back to them. Just as you got it, but don't let them program you because this is the truth. Feel what I'm saying? That's how you attack. See, and that that right there, that's warrior tactics. And on the streets, Panther then came in the building. What's going on, Panther? Hey guys, nothing. Tired. How you guys doing? Fantastic. He passed my mouth. Yeah, my bad. Oh, we doing we doing fine. We just had a, a you know we just having an open forum discussion on a couple of things. But since my Panthers here, and I know you tired. Yo, Kevin Smith, he just he he kicked a hole in this place with that dirty Diana. Oh, really? He did a dirty Diana, and then he he rubbed his foot that was already in the mud on the welcome mat. Mhm. They just looked at it. Like you're welcome. Yes, silly. Now next up. Oh, now next up is uh my brother Nishan, Mister. I'm chilling right now. What's coming to the table, Mister? I'm chilling right now. I bring this. He was ready. See, he got a chance to get ready. Ain't no fair, right there. See, look. 
He about to, okay. he about to, he about to, he about to spray all on this. But go ahead, my bad. I call this um, chocolate beauty. A day's long length. I dreamt of you gracing me with your presence. Your beauty with the chocolate Chanel essence. A sight to behold. Almond brown, doe-shaped eyes, your presence among presidents and kings will be the ultimate prize just for ten minutes by your side. You with talents bubbling up from veins to shine through. Model, designer, cosmetician, interior decorator, nurturer, queen, woman of vision, business-minded, this easily seen. I believe there isn't anything you can't do. Yet to describe your very being, I feel I may lack the proper words. Somehow I'm inadequately prepared to show you how I feel. No being on earth, though, can ever deter me, though, to get my point through. Maybe you don't know with all that you are and aren't that I'm eagerly intrigued. Some might try to deter me, saying that you're out of my league yet I am determined for you to just know me. I understand that a woman needs, when dealing with a man, honesty, respect, a comforter, a protector, a provider, and a lover who knows how to please. I'm not saying I'm in love with you. See, emotional things are sometimes what confuses the point. What I'm saying, girl, is I'm feeling you. What I'm saying, girl, is I dig you. What I'm saying, girl, is you got my eye. I'm putting my heart on my sleeve just for you. That's something I don't normally do, so the barriers that all others try to break through, I will willingly give you the keys. All I want is to communicate, articulate, capitulate, populate. Is this too nerdy for you? Do you want me blatant and raw? Okay, you asked for it. I sincerely want to fuck the taste buds right out of your mouth. I want your legs wrapped around my head while I give your pussy mouth to mouth. I want to make you scream in ecstasy when I give you dick strokes. I want to die fucking in your arms from a heart attack or stroke. I want to kiss you down and all around town just because. So come on, girl. Fuck with this writer, and I'll never give you a reason to pause. See, writers are not always corny. We just are wrapped into our imaginative side. What I'm asking is for you to be my muse on my side, inspired by your beauty, inspired by your creativity, inspired by your just dotting your eyes. So I've laid it out as clear as I can. See, if you're really in my life, I can bring forth my master plan of building an empire on beauty, arts, and culture. See, Chocolate Beauty, this poem is an offer letter, offered now and only to you. What will you do? Sean, and peace. What you feel about that, Pastor? That was a hot piece. I really never heard him speak erotica, so I enjoyed it. Thank you. 
What you think about that, Mr. Kevin? Yeah, you already know that was dope. Ain't right there. That was smooth right there. But you already know he's going to come through and slay it. You know? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. we do kind of... You do kind of know them a couple of things. <laughs> oh, guess what, Panther? Oh. We might have another person coming to that road trip. Who? Yo, Kevin Smith. Oh, maybe. shit, I ain't coming. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. We're going to be in jail. <laughs> why we got to be in jail? Me, you, and Kevin. In the same space. Oh yeah. That's all bad. Well, My smart mouth, his smart mouth, your smart mouth, all together. <laughs> it's not gonna work. <laughs> Something gotta give. It'll work a little bit. We're gonna need a safe word. What's the safe word? Pineapples. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need bail money or something. You got bail money? I got bail money for me. <laughs> That's what I said. No, I mean, just in case, you know, my energy was a little bit too much, I put I put that little get-me-out-of-jail money to the side. But, you know. Oh, you mean that Monopoly money? Uh, no, I, I'm no, talking about no. real money. No, I no, I actually put like a, a good portion. So I was like, yeah, I might do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I might may get broken off a little bit of this way, a little bit of that. That would be nice. I hope you can make it. Uh, that would be, be fire. <laughs> this is not guaranteed, but I'll just put it out there. That, that he might be a part of the road trip. That's what's that. We all need to be anyway. Just just that one in the charge, though. Because that's going to be a huge show. I heard. You feel me? It's going to be fam all over the stage. So, you feel me? That's going to be a I huge. got stage right, so I'm just going to be watching y'all. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I will tie you up to the chair with the biggest wheels that I stole and roll you right up on the stage and you can do your piece for the chair. So you're going to tie me to a chair with a wheel? Yeah. I'm trying to picture that. She tie it to a wheelchair instead. Well, no, see, she, she can do too many things. She has too much control over a wheelchair. Don't be telling my tricks. Might be telling my hands down to the, 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 the boss. <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need more control than her. Because if I'll she be has the option of rolling the wheelchair backwards, she going to roll right off the stage and be <laughs> somewhere else. But it's going to be fire. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be fire. Now, I think, now, Kev, should I drop a piece since we're on the streets? You talking, you talking to me? Yeah. Should I drop a piece? Oh. <clears throat> yeah, but you feel me? 
uh, it's not fair that Deshaun got to get ready first and he just called me up there like that. I need a rebuttal piece. Oh, you need a rebuttal? Uh, is you ready? You ready for your rebuttal piece? Oh, you know, yeah, I would say I need a rebuttal piece if I wasn't ready. Okay, I got you. He came in real smooth with it. He came in real smooth with it. Not a signature piece, but he dropped he put his stank on it. You feel me? So I okay. So when you so so you so what you're telling me is on the streets, are you ready for your rebuttal right now? Yeah, I'm ready for my rebuttal round right now. Oh shoot, the mic is yours. Graffiti, graffiti that bitch. They say that we need more positive black role models on TV. But people with like minds that think like you and me aren't employed by the FCC or important enough to critique shows for that Nielsen box. So if you're thinking about writing the next Cosby show and selling it to Fox, go ahead and let your pen back down for a second as I bless you with a reality check. Let's first examine the longevity of the show to portray the black nuclear family in the positive light and bring to the forefront our struggle for equality and our ongoing propaganda and discrimination plight. Problem one, these shows are restricted to upstart networks for the primetime lineups of the stars the likes of which we ain't never heard. So making it to syndication would be a feat nothing less than amazing unless you're Tyler Perry cross-dress and perpetuate the propaganda that emasculates the image of the diasporic male preaching in the threat. Making light of the night negative black female stereotypes when we need to uplift our sisters, give them home and yell to strive for instead of being the next basketball wife for music video. I saw much respect to Shonda Rhimes and her strong black female leads that teach us how to get away with murder. But I decoded the Willie Lynch rhetoric of the 1% probably practiced eloquently written throughout her scandalous scripts. Role reversal with subliminal message and intricate in keeping our minds slaves. So on TV, the submissiveness of the black female towards a positive black male is blatantly missing. Don't get me wrong, Queen. I've been talking about kissing your man's ass. But more like Olivia Pope solving the problem of having more respect for her birth dad. I know it's just entertainment, but in the face of our kids, we ain't picking up no books unless they're magazines with a rapper on the cover or a half-naked female giving off provocative looks. It's been at least 20 years since I've seen Shaka Zulu broadcast on network TV, always showing Roots without part two, and rarely have I ever seen Queen. I guess it's like this, say, those are the breaks. But the sad part of the breaks is my daughter's generation isn't getting the information to log on the Netflix to YouTube and stream to show you how this king started from the bottom, got knowledge itself, fought hard to become king and royally lived, or how Alex Haley wrote a book from the words spoken from a man deep out in the land of his ancestral roots. This smoke screens clouding the truth, so without research, we'll never find out who we actually is. We need to come together as a community become the master teachers we was meant to be, undertake the responsibility of really teaching our kids and not leave it up to TV to inaccurately report our history and miseducate our kids. TV was never meant to educate, only entertain, but somehow we got caught chasing the Illuminati and fell victim to the game. I blame it on the mass media, infamous information mainframe. <laughs> they give us our news and we believe it is true. The only reason they validified the Facebook they vilified the Facebook privacy policy is because Facebook is beginning to monopolize the advertising dollars. 
even those that profess to speak the truth got more sponsors on their sport coats than the Dale Earnhardt Racing Crew. So as far as having more role models on TV, I'd rather have a ticket to the soul circus because actors ain't nothing but puppets and clowns to be their piece. What? That's a hell of a rebuttal. What you say about that, Panther? That shit was fire. Kevin always brings it. I ain't be saying these things in a lot of time, so when I be reading it, I be I be tripping on myself. I'm sorry. When I be laughing through it at the end, so I be tripping on myself. Here you go. Why do you laugh at the end? Man, that's, did you hear that? Like, <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I'm reading it like y'all hearing it because I ain't did it in a minute. So I'm reading it as y'all hear it. You feel me? So I'm tripping on it like, damn. <laughs> I thought it was just John Blazing. John Blaze. It's all right. it's what you got, Panther? I don't get anything. You ain't got nothing? Mm-mm. You tell her? Um, yeah, I no. guess I got it ready, huh? Oh, what do you oh. want to hear? I don't know. Yeah, what you want to hear, Kevin? Uh, oh, a pentagon girl? A I don't know. See, I want to hear some tennis ass. That's what I want. That's <laughs> Mostly all my ass and ink no longer exists. So. So this time for some new ass and ink right now. <laughs> Let's see what I got. I need to start memorizing my stuff. You know how many poems? I won't remember nobody's name if I start memorizing all these poems. You know, once I remember, remember one thing, another thing goes. What you want to hear, Rumble? Get mean with it. Lean with it. Rock with it. You got like a million untitled. So any one of them can be an assassin piece. I have to read it like an assassin. That's just All right. different. All right, stick your chest out. <laughs> no comment. Look at the mic. <laughs> Turn to the left. Look to the right. And say it loud. Stick your chest out. I'm Panther, damn it. <clears throat> okay, I do have um, a vintage piece that I wrote a little while ago. Just let me get to it real quick. I know I should have been prepared my summer, with you? Mm-hmm. See? All right, tell me one. You want me to go before you? Um... Let me stop for two more seconds. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm I'm scrolling. 
Um, I got the one that says "fuck you." You want to hear that one? That one keeps on popping up. Yeah. Read, but <laughs> okay. This poem is actually titled. It's called "Fuck You." It's actually dedicated to a person that I really don't care for. So here we go. I don't think I want to do this anymore. I'm tired of hiding behind loyalty and binding troops. I'm sick and fucking tired of you, you, and you. Apparently, you care for no one but yourself. You're good for picking out the flaws in every fucking body else. You live in this little bubble thinking you're so fucking cute. Truth is, your man throws up in his mouth a little. Well, at least that's what he told me when he's fucking you. Silly little girl, you need to open your fucking eyes. You think he's living with another woman and that's slipping in between those thighs? Every time you speak, it's like suicidal bombers killing again. Stripping patience. Patience. Patience, war. Super fucking sin. Am I giving you the attention you're seeking? Because the bond we once had has been breached in. I used to feel bad. I once held your pleading heart in both hands. Yet now, since you think you're better than, you went too fucking far this time. So now I abort this fragile situation, pacing. Again, pacing in, back and forth and back and forward again. Why do bitches keep on pushing the luck? Plus, I have a fully refundable function. It's called who gives a fuck. My, my, my. What if I completely fucking snapped and cracked your skull with his bat? I'm very unstable right now. You can't predict facts. Do you have any idea of the emotions I hide, the ones who've died, the ones who I bury deep within this perpendicular vortex, the one I tend to on a regular basis, as traces of blood spills on the smiling faces, the ones I hide because they feed off of fear, pain, destruction, and pride. Why would you want to push me to the edge, knowing I fear suicide? So now I will dismantle this sharp, rigid handle and let my black lioness pen stride. It was so much more simple when your cockiness was deflated. Now you seem quite familiar, reeking of pre-adolescence, imbecile. For knowledge used to be your pride. You just keep on pushing your fucking luck, and I will show you why. Tears of blood, I now cry. Black Lion of Sink, Panther, Team Hungry, and Neat. <laughs> Kevin, what you say? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Thank you. Thank you, guys. That, that was a pen assassin, chapter 77. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love when you do pieces like that. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. I have to be really, like, angry when I'm reading that. It's, it didn't come out how I wanted it, but you guys got the gist, right? It came out like I wanted it. Not all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I haven't done a metric black piece today. I think I'm going to do a metric black piece. Hmm. Why are you upset with me because I'm proud of being me? Why do you get upset with me? Because I'm saying, why do you like being enslaved when I'm finally free? Why do you want me to be like you and me not to be me? Why are you getting so pissed off at me when I see that I'm P-R-O-B-L-A-C-K? Why do you get upset with me when I respect my ancestors in each and every way? Why do you get mad at me because now I'm not eating your food? Now I'm getting that pissed off adolescent move. No, I'm not pissed off. No, I'm not an adolescent. I'm grown ass man. But there's a couple of things when I listened to Marcus Garvey that I slowly had to understand. And Malcolm X was so complex, but he understood the very text. They want us twisted. They don't even want us to know or even like the opposite sex. I don't understand this. Why is everything that's supposed to be natural so incorrect? But they want us to get the unnatural things to put us in check. They want us to go back, back to that Jurassic World-type slavery mentality. And when I see my brothers riding in the street, nothing less but concrete, all you see is babalities and brutality because the babies are getting killed by other babies, and it's real. And now people swear they're gangster. Why? Because you get an affordable weaponry at steel. I'm like, man, what's the deal? It's our people killing our people. But they trap us in smoke screens to transform into noxious fumes. They want to turn our entire society into one big legion of doom. And everything that we try to raise our hands up in confidence is the things they want to consume. Then they want a boomerang effect hit us, butterfly effect hit us like sonic, sonic boom, see. They know when our leaders get to a certain status and a little bit power that our leaders always fall. Ain't it funny? Their leaders are the most corrupt, but how come they never fall through it all because they got more backup than reverse? But when they see a black leader come up, they want to put that black leader in the hearse. First things first, I still respect Dr. Umar Johnson, but he had a bad, fucked-up decision that became a death wish like Charles Bronson, but why was his sex scandal when he was single as fuck? become the main circus of everything, and I'm like, man, what is up? Because now that one situation made sure that nobody was trying to get a million dollars for an all-black school. When they knew that it was an all-black boy's school, they already was trying to contemplate on his destruction. I tend to cool. They wanted to drown him. And even Sarnetta, a pro-black brother myself, I don't understand him now, bro. He want to clown him. And I'm like, what? Nothing but propaganda. They don't do nothing but bring us backwards. Why do we always want to moonwalk through these chapters? I'm like, will we ever have a heavenly ever after? I'm like, man, maybe in our afterlife or after. I'm upset. Why? Because my red, black, and green flag get disrespected. And every time that when I say that I'm pro-black and proud, they all want to see how my bones get 
collected. I'm like, man, forget it. They told me to represent the red, white, and blue, and plus those stars. I'm like, by far, I ain't got no time for those stars. Those stars remind me of red, white, and blue sale bars because they always want my people locked up and not rolling in their cars. Yes, I said it. They love to see us locked up because the amount of stacks that they get every time they put another person in prison at $750 a lick, ain't that about a bitch? This private old business is booming. Yes, this business is booming, but this business is all through my culture consuming. Then I have my African brothers that are actually in Africa have the audacity to talk shit. Because I say that a poor black and Mother Africa is my mother, they always want to flip off at the lips, and I'm like, man, y'all talking that gibberish and literate shit that that colonization shit did. You're looking at me sideways. Why? I'm far from a kid. You can look at the beard and see the saltiness in it. That's wisdom. It's the saltiness in it. And I had to learn. I had to learn that most of my brothers and sisters would not simply understand because the job of this society now is to start destroying every man, not just black. But since I'm black, I got to go with just me. I'm not just being a racist against nobody, but I got to be concerned with me because it took a long time like Django for me to finally get free. As a matter of fact, fuck the movie Django and everything that it stands for. This is what I see. In 1976, they had a Django movie, too. But he wasn't even black at all. He was Spanish. So what the fuck is wrong with you? They had us happy, strong to see my brother beat that man whip after whip after whip. But they didn't say nothing when they were saying 180 different times, nigga, and shit. They constantly still getting this pistol whipped. They didn't want to get us targeted like Boost Mobile with our pistol grips. They want you to buy gun after gun after gun because you got to register that shit. So when it comes down to when they lock down every state, they already know who to hit. So I take my red, black, and green, and I wave my flag in the air. They asked me, what's my mindset had African? And I simply do not care. And I know the world is hard and dangerous and devious. And no, it's not fair. I'm tired of them trying to treat us like we slaughtered animals, medium rare. So now you got to fear the beard. Don't get weird. I said it fear the beard, but I'm not talking about James Harden beard. Clearly, you got to hear me. You ain't got to fear me, but when you come near me, you better come correct. Because I'm only dealing with leaders, power movers, bone breakers, the ones that earn their respect. I'm earning and learning, transforming the matrix into what I want it to be. I ain't got to be Keanu Reeves. I can be Neo right here. I can be Morpheus right here. And I make every word that come out of my mind real crystal clear. I don't represent the United States company. You heard me. United States of America is a corporation and company. And all it likes to do is bend me over. It all is like fucking me. I'm like, man, reluctantly, I was like, why the fuck does this company keep touching me? I'm like, they want me to make this shit like a revolution to get it real ugly. Trust me. I am a black rider without joining the black rider organization. You should understand that I ride for my black people in every single situation. But until we... Reconnect with our African roots. And I ain't talking about Kuta Kente. We still going to be looking at masters, still calling them sensei. And you ain't got to like what the fuck I say because I ain't did this shit for you. I did this shit to open up the minds for the people who really didn't know what to do. They want us to wear shirts like Obey. 
You didn't understand that they made a fucking shirt and it said Obey, and then we bought that shit because it looked at Trendy. What can I say? We even had a hat, too, and shoes, too, and boots, too. Then they even had our entertainers, which is the other ones that are Uncle Tom's. Yes, I call him Uncle Tom, but not actually Uncle Tom, because Uncle Tom wasn't the one that did all this shit to us, my dude. They got all these entertainment trainers, and I call them haters of our black race because they make sure that they increase our murder case CD by CD, face by face, and they ain't going to stop until most of us are already raised, but the revolution is now televised. But we are getting underground like Harriet Tubman. We're going to dig into the deep ground into the soil. Go back to nature because nature was war. See, I'm tired of us looking at this lazy bullshit technology. Why? Because we didn't got so small. Now look at all these serpents ready to strike it. It's always uncalled. But this red, black, and green right here will not be compromised. So when I end this mic, you will recognize and eat. Damn, that was all. Loved it. Thank you. What's no. going on? I thought that was awesome. Thank you, my brother, Michelle. What do you feel about that big care? Oh, yeah, I was on me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was hot. That was a fire, more than hot. You killed that piece. Straight off the dome, right? Always. Yeah. It's amazing. Ooh, I'm inspired now. So you just brought the Pan African out. My beard looking, my beard ready to go. Okay. I think that's Huh? I told them to fear the beard. They thought I was playing. <laughs> now, Brother Nashawn. Yes. We're coming to New York. When? I would say I would give it maybe three and a half months. All right. If not sooner. And it's going to be me, Tiger Riss, and Panther. And we're going to be hitting the New Yorkian Cafe. All right. That's my stopping point. See, not see. This is his stomping ground. So since that's his stomping ground, when me and Panther get there, you can show us where to spot at. Uh, then when Tigers come with us, because I'm, I'm gonna need you there. When Panther do her debut in that historical place. The first thing that's gonna happen if 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 depending on the night. Is if uh, if you, your first time hitting a, a New Yorkian stage, the New Yorkian stage, and they call you a virgin. I am a virgin. That's why I don't need my cherry pop. I'm not going up there. Oh no, 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 no! That cherry will be definitely popped. No, I'm gonna no. listen to it. What? <laughs> And it, it's not just you. 
Tiger's so on the leash. You and Tiger should practice together and do a collaboration or something like that. That would be so I, wonderful. And I could just stand in the audience and cheer y'all on and give y'all love. No, no. I mean, but it, it do sound good about you and Tiger's doing that collab. What collab? Daddy's girl? You know, you know when y'all get on stage at the New Ricky Cafe? I think it'll look so much better on you. Oh, no, it's going to look wonderful on you. You got that pen assassin. Head, you know what I'm saying? So wonderful, you, you pen assassin. <laughs> oh, yeah, Kevin. Wow. In 14 more days, you, you, you're going to have a test. For what? For what? A test. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's a test that's an invite. Okay. And guess who's going to give you the test? Yeah. Panther? Hmm? Well, I'm giving the test? Yeah. What am I testing on? On, on, on his invitation. Oh, okay. All right, I got you. I've never heard Kevin this quiet. What's going off? Invitation to. Hmm? Yeah. Invitation to. Kevin. Yeah. If the if the new if the new president of Team Hungry is gonna give you the test for the invitation, what you think I'm talking about? Oh, I got him speechless. Uh huh. I have I have no I have no idea. I'm drawing a blank. Two bacon cookies, Kevin. Hmm? Two bacon cookies. <laughs> yeah. Right now. <coughs> I believe so. Because I don't have a clue. Quit boxing to be. I'm having so much fun. You feel me? Where I'm at right now. What can be? What can be better than this? You feel me? <laughs> yeah, all this dopeness on the radio right now. You feel me? What could be more dope? What could be more better than this? Nothing. You feel me? This is like poetical heading right now. You feel me? Pretty Gates. You feel me? I don't know. I don't know about y'all, but you feel me? I'm loving this whole, this whole, this whole thing right now. It, it's killing. It's killing. Like. Y'all just inspiration, you feel me, to keep on writing, keep on evolving in the craft, you know what I'm saying? One day I'll be on y'all level. For me, when I go up, you feel me? Mm. Well, since you're, since you're all here, I can, I can tell you about the Team Hungry Tour. 
Okay. Before the end, before we reach 2016, we will have hit Chicago, New York, and Cali. Yeah, we're coming to Cali. Yeah, we're not talking about coming out here. It's, I'm working. I'm working with uh, Lakshmana, so he so he could tell me the you know a couple of details because I got to get us to LAX to LA. And they had to circulate for LA, get to a venue to meet up with a couple of y'all. And I know you already out there. Yeah, I'm here, but you know he got his hand more in a, in a, uh in a poetry thing. You feel me? He's a good person to be a player with the course of thing. I'm just here. Like, he ought to be in you right now. In the open mic. He's lying there. Yeah, and I was talking to him. I'm like, because I'm bringing select groups of Team Hungry members. But the first tour, tour dates, I'm trying to get – Pam is definitely coming to – She's definitely coming to the first two. Definitely. New York is her requirement. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be playing in the Bronx and in Brooklyn. I understand. But after you get done playing. But the New Yorkians in Manhattan. Yeah. Mm Yeah, see, I totally agree. You want to be in the Bronx and Brooklyn, but after you get done playing, you're going to bring your antennas. I'll probably man. go there, the people, and then I'm coming back. No, I understand. But, see, the way that I see this playing out, at the near Eka, your face is going to light up like the sun. My face? Yeah, when your cherry get popped, it's going to be such a huge explosion. They're going to hear it in Cali. Okay, so what if I go to the Bronx and I get kidnapped and you can't find me and then are you going to be mad at me? Let's just say it like this. If I have to go looking for you (laughs) in the Bronx, they're gonna they're gonna think that the Wu Tang Clan has been reassembled and resurrected from the beginning. Well, I'm gonna need you to come save me. I just said I got kidnapped. No, I understand, I understand that. But I'm really prepared to have to come look for you. I already thought about that. <laughs> but I, but plus, you know, I want to meet my brother. LaShawn finally anyway, face-to-face, and see him rock a live stage. Probably nice to see. And with all these killers on stage, stop it. I want to see everybody spit. 
I just want to sit in the audience and snap my fingers. Oh, this Kingdom Inc. These Nation collaboration at DSR Corporation in Chicago, we're going to turn that bitch out. I'm taking pictures like I'm a selfie king that day. Yeah, I said I want to watch that too. Me and World Warrior, I'll be wilding out. Elliot, I'll be wilding out. I'll be wilding out. They going to see the Mohawk. Yeah, the Mohawk will be looking luxurious, and the beard going to be shining. That's going to be a hot ticket. You will definitely want to be on that ticket, though. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm working it. My uh, my Komodo told me that as of right now, it was looking pretty good. So when Miss Park is in there, that's what's up. Yeah, that's this really a high ticket right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss Perkins gave me thumbs up so far. So I get Miss Perkins and the, and the butterfly scorpion there at the same time, and black lioness. That's three of the that's 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 three of the top baddest women I know. Yeah. Appreciate that. I'm going to be a groupie that day. You ain't going to spit? Stop it. You just cussed at me. <laughs> Love it. You going to spit first? Of course. Can I I said, I'm going to set the record straight. I'm going to pay my dollars. Put my name first on the list if I can. Outside of the features. I'm gonna set the tone. I'm turning. I'm turning the mic out. The mic gonna. The mic gonna want a, a coffee break. I got a confession. My stage fright ain't as bad as it used to be. You so said what? I said I got a confession. My stage fright ain't as bad as it used to be. I have a confession. I knew you were lying. I wasn't completely lying. I do got stage fright. It's just mm-hmm. not as bad as it used to be. You forgot I did my show and shopping say. <laughs> oh no, I know. Oh man, Kevin. Her first live performance I saw. Oh my goodness. She taught she taught a million thugs how to snap their fingers to some erotica. <laughs> it was a crowd of a million thugs listening to her spit piece. They didn't even know what half the words she was saying, but they, they were all excited. I was like, anytime you get, anytime in the light, the St. Lunatics is in the building, and everybody started clapping. They was clapping, and then they didn't know how to clap right, so they started slapping their fingers. I said, man, she just moved the crowd. Mm-hmm. It was all okay. drunk, that's why. <laughs> That's when you're truthful. Yeah, that's true. They were asking me crazy questions. No, you said something like... Yeah. Like you said, they just telling the truth. Yeah, if you, if you wasn't on, they would have let you know. <laughs> that's, 
I was the only oh, yeah. in a room full of rappers. I felt so out of place. I wish you fit, though. You fit right um, in with your aggressive style, though. You fit right in with your aggressive style. It makes you want to listen. Like, it's not yeah. tanky. It's not, like, fit. It's not, like, gully, gully. It's, like, aggressive. It makes you listen to what she's saying. And you're saying something to begin with. You feel what I'm saying? You got substance. So that's why they were snapping. They ain't had no choice. It's, like, one for you going to snap at the end of this. <laughs> I not even knowing what they supposed to be snapping that poetry. They just snapping. So I'm telling you, she said snap, so I'm going to snap. That's right. I was so proud of her. I said, go, Panther, go. Yeah, I tried to talk him out going up on the stage the whole time. He wasn't mm. good. He did let my hand go, though, but, you know. Uh, see, all right, I'm clearing this on the streets where this should get real. I did not let her hand go. Well, what happened when to they your hand, her to, hand When they brought her on stage and the host grabbed her hand, he pulled her and she released my hand. I did not release your hand. Don't be telling that. And then I, I, I was like, I'm in the crowd. I was in the front row. And then I was in the seat full of thugs. So I ended up in the middle row. Everybody had their hands up. I said, okay. I can't see you until they moved. I know. They was like roaches. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'm not tall. So when you got them, them six foot of better dudes and there's like a, a plethora, I said, man, all I see is long arms. And, and rapper modes. It was I like I was in front of state property. It wasn't that big in there. It was big enough. I was in the front row. I got moved to the third row. It was at least 12 yeah, dudes was, in front of me. I was looking for you. I was like, okay. They recorded everybody but me. I felt some type of way. They did? Yeah, little uglies. They weren't ready for that. I told you, you had glasses sweating. You turned some dreadlocks into some perms. <laughs> a dude had an afro, then he went into some jailhouse braids when you got finished. That one little boy wasn't supposed to be in that club. I don't even know what? how he got in there. His brother was like the one that set up the show. I guess that's how he got in. No, he was like 17. Oh. Well, he he became a grown man that night, <laughs> cause that those was grown. That was a grown ass poem. I don't remember what I read. Oh, you don't know what you read? You made a whole bunch of dudes your bitch. Did I? I yes, you did. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the cloud goes hush. I haven't read erotica in a long time. I know. You should confuse them. You should not you should not read no more for like a month. And then just randomly just drop one and just like fuck the whole little show up. 
Oh, I got a piece hidden. I know. But it's not done yet. It's almost time for me and Kevin to work on our gorillas in the midst piece. Yeah, I can't wait for that piece. Since he's a little abroad. Every day, you know, so it's a journey. You feel me? I'll be writing myself into corners. And we can't come out of it. So, yeah, like right now is the time. The pen is going crazy. The pen is bananas right now. Crazy. All oh, I see you. Man, all the going is stacking up stuff right now. Give me information. Oh, man. So, just let me know. All right, definitely, because I wanted to do this poem like we've never done a collab ever before, because I have to, I'm I'm not going to mimic your style, but a couple of our stanzas are going to have to be like damn near the same stanza, so we can say it at the same time. Oh, well, yeah, I could do that. It can be either or. Show me. What? It could be either or, or it could be both. It could be vice versa. A little bit of both. Since I've been in my hip hop mood as of late. Yes, some people say that's that's what I am. It's more realism, for game spitting than anything. Just being real. No gimme. What? Definitely. You know, the greatest compliment I ever had was in a hip-hop compliment. They said my they said my arrested development was so refugee, I had a diggable planet. That's I dropped true. my jaw. Yeah, yeah, I, I ain't never had that before. Uh, I, I had other comparisons, but I ain't never had that before. That's 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 the one. <laughs> that that touched me, cause I'm hip hop. I get mad when somebody call me a rapper. I get mad. I be want to punch them. I've always been an MC. I'm from the Camp Low era, and I didn't know what the fuck they were saying halfway through the song. <laughs> but I'm from the I'm from that era. And Kwame with them polka dot pants. I never understood the, for the polka dot pants, but he got the ladies. You know they're coming back out with them MC Hammer pants? Man, some, I'm glad. But they're not But they're I'm, not loaded. They're like fitted MC Hammer pants. What? Yeah, like all the girls around her is wearing them. They actually look nice, but it's like the way, the way they're made. It's like, because you know how, like, the MC Hammer pants, it, it was, like, cut low at the bottom, like, saggy around the, the hips and the, the crotch. Right. These ones are fitted like leggings, but not as tight, if that makes any sense. Kind of like pajama pants. Okay. Now, I, that's a very interesting progress, but... Once a dude wears that, 
then I'm gonna be having a time I'm gonna be having a real good debate on that. Man, those dudes in dresses and let me catch one of my friends in a fucking dress. I'm gonna fucking punch him in her chest. I mean you know, I always used to like Will Smith. Will Smith was like my boy. But once Jaden wore like a prom dress. Didn't Jaden get his penis cut off? That was propaganda. He didn't want to get it cut off. But he. Willow was more of a man than he is. And I'm like, this is how you parent? You need your ass with Will. Because your son will get beat up. I don't think he, I don't he taught him how to fight. I just don't think he all the way. I just think he just don't. He's not gender specific. You know what I'm saying? a little bit of both. Well, you know. You feel what I'm saying? He's a little bit of both. He's not gender specific. He's just... One of them funny motherfuckers. They allow him to do what he want to do to choose where he want to go. Well, you know. Without pushing him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, my southern values, right? From West Point, Mississippi. This how is how we work that out. If you came out your mama's womb with balls and... And a dick, he was a man. You come home with a dress and a purse, but you came out your mama's womb with man parts, that ass is whooped. Who gave you the money to buy that? You whooped their ass too. That's how I go. Everybody's just like willow clothes. Because they grew up together. He really wasn't around his brother. He was around willow. So as she got stuff, he started to like it too. He just picked up her characteristics. He just fended it. You feel me? But he confused because he in a society where he got free freedom of uh, sexual orientation. So he's going to experiment a little way. He's going to choose one way or the other. He just likes her stuff because he grew up with her. He's just a little feminine. You know, and with the freezing sex, he's going to be like that. That's what the, you feel me? I understand it all. I ain't for it, but I understand where it comes from. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been around a lot of it. I've been around a lot of it. I've been exposed because, you know, to uh, my good graces of, of the Almighty so I can be more tolerant of it and because when I was around I was real ignorant with it. You feel me? So I can get my my seeds, my second, my mind, you know what I'm saying, my seeds the, the right reaction when when they fall into this situation, you feel me? And mm. uh you feel me? They I understand where he's coming from, you feel me? He not all the way one way or all the way the other way from what I was reading. You feel what I'm saying? He's just like asexual. He's just not gender specific. He can go one way or he can go. He can represent his. That's why he always dressed like that, like one half girl, one half boy. 
Okay. Sorry. I mean, I understand it because I have to because I've seen it, and not just in him, but since I'm an herbalist and I believe in the natural laws of things, the only warriors that wore things that resembled a dress were kilts. So I see what this generation is. I don't approve of it, but I don't understand it that a fool and his money is 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 very much parted. He literally has enough money to do anything he wants. Yeah. So. If you don't have a focus on what you're really going to put or move with your money, of course you're going to do whatever you want to do. Because his movie was all right, but his Karate Kid movie was way better than the other movie. All his little rap albums sounded like downgraded retro versions of what Will Smith used to sound like. He don't even have a voice for it. Talent-wise, Willow has a powerful voice for a young girl. She just makes confusing decisions. But I never discredit her singing voice. She she's way she way better than her mama ever could be. That makes up lie with where the power is. So as simple as that trying to tell you. It's simple as that. Because she's the figure of authority. That's why the women are so like that. Willow's going to be a boss, though. She's not like that. that yeah. Lady, that's cool. She's going to be a boss behind the scenes because that's what Jada is. You know what I'm saying? That's why he needs stuff like that <laughs> because the head of the house is Jada. You know what I'm saying? The pants is Jada. That's why he jacked up like that. Because he a boss. Because he independent. He got his own bread. You feel what I'm saying? But the boss in the family is hurt. So he got to act like her subliminally. He picking that up. The boss thing. You feel me? Oh, yeah. Jada always a boss. Yeah, you feel me? So he emulating the boss. feel me? Because he a boss. feel me? It's always going to be feeling. Because that's what he, who he see run the house. It ain't the man. Bow down and let him play the role in front of the little boy, so the boy can understand about being a man. Sometimes you gotta bow down. Saying sometimes the man gotta bow down, so the feet, so the little girl can know about being a woman. You feel me? Oh yeah. All the time, but not all the time. You feel me? It's give and take. If it's too much one way, too much the other, it can self destruct, like it did with Jay. Oh, I know, definitely, definitely, definitely. Now, you see how real they got tonight on on the streets? We can open it up with a form, spit poetry, laugh it up, chop it up, and still be real and laugh, and have no filter. That's what I love about on the streets. 
Because I ain't apologizing for not a damn word I said tonight. And I know Kevin not either. Hell no, when he rolled out my mouth if I was. Pastor. Huh? Do you have any closing remarks for tonight? Because we had a fantastic... I like this show. This show was real good to me tonight. So you have any closing remarks before we step out? I would like to thank everybody that came out and blessed the mic and and listened in. I love you guys and good night. All right. All right. And I'm going to chop it up with you this week, Kevin, so we can work on our peace. And for everybody else, this is Beast Nation on the streets. Our monster, and we off this piece, Team Hungry. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.